0: Hello, Assalamu alaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound, and healthy. And yes, since I've already told you I'm traveling and because of that, um, you know, I really hate jazz and I really hate jazz bundles and I seriously don't understand head or tails of their bundles. Um, I'm, you know, I'm getting this one month bundle of YouTube and social media and... I have not been able to use Instagram and it took me two days to be able to use Facebook. The only thing that's actually working is YouTube. So you can forget about me actually getting to post my podcast or upload it um, on you know, the, my uh, Red Circle platform. So, but that's not going to stop me from recording. I, I'm going to record because um, massive things have been happening and pretty much good things. I think I call that karma, uh, which the people who do not know how to pronounce it properly in the West, they call it karma or karma, but it's actually karma or karam. And it's because of the, I really believe it is karam or karma because um, the hypocrisy of the US, which is, you know, well known to the whole world, um, in the fact that it um, ousted Imran Khan, the legal representative of the people of Pakistan. And it put its minions to destroy Pakistan, just to stop Pakistan from staying neutral, which is what Pakistan was always supposed to be right from the start. And look at the hypocrisy that India, which is right now the biggest market, and it is thanks to the Western world, if India tries to say that it is no thanks to anybody, they're wrong. India owes the West for being the biggest global market in the world just like how Pakistan owes it to the west for not being a global market at all okay so while the west worked with India to suppress Pakistan and make India grow into the market that it is today India is now literally glaring at the west and India has always glared at the west in turn whereas Pakistan has always been forced to kowtow to the west despite the fact that Pakistan owes nothing to the West. And I mean nothing. Why? The only thing that Pakistan owes is negativity, regression, and lack of progress. Okay, Suppression, imperialism and colonialism. That is what Pakistan has always got from the West. And the West has always worked with India to suppress Pakistan as a market and as an entity. And yet, look at that. India is suddenly asking the West, who the hell are you to tell us who to buy our oil from and who not to? The same India that has been actually working with America, the American establishment as well as the Israeli um, the army, Israeli army. And they have been training with them to suppress Kashmir. And all that India is doing in Kashmir is because of America and Israel and working as joint partners with them. And yet, when it comes to their own personal interests, India just stands straight and says, who the hell are you? As opposed to Pakistan, who suddenly is forced to buy weapon, to sell weapons to Ukraine. Pakistan is now forced to make deals with America as allies despite the fact that Pakistan did not want to. And Pakistan, right from the start, right from the foundation of this country, from the creation of this country, Pakistan has always held a no-war stance. And that is why every single time um, our leaders were killed or assassinated by America, it was basically because they refused to go to war for America or with America. And this is, again, what happened right now with Imran Khan, um, that they have put an innocent man in jail they have tried to kill him three times they are still trying to kill him somehow and all because america threatened uh pakistan that pakistan was not allowed to be neutral why are we your slaves as Imran khan asked you are we your slaves do you own us I mean, if Britain tried to force itself on us, one would actually understand that there is a history of colonialism. But America, you too, were a colony of Britain. It is true that Britain has given all its reins to America to continue the colonization so that Britain can stay clean while America does its dirty job. But again, remember your place, America. You too are nothing more than a colony of the Brits okay and you are doing the dirty the dirty job the dirty work of the brits while being a thug you're basically england's thug okay and you're going around all over the world with thuggery and you're stealing and you're robbing in broad daylight i mean f- I look at france so that's what i'm saying this is karma france um to be honest like uh, the famous nigerian writer adichie um, I, too, have exactly the same sentiments regarding the French diplomatic uh, centres, as in the embassy, the ambassador himself, the previous ambassador, and, you know, the staff. Um, I have found that the French are rude. They are uncouth. And as I've always said, even in my previous podcast, is that whenever a person comes to your country, um, you the first two uh, people in the front lines... That give the first impression. They represent your country. Those are the people in the consulate. And then there are those those in the airports or at the airports, you know, so the customs. So the people of the customs and the people who are um, in the embassies or consulates these are the people who represent their countries the way you behave with people who have all their illegal all their legal documents ready and their passports and everything the way you behave with them that is basically a window a reflection of your people so yeah I literally told the French embassy that you know what I don't even want to go to your country, and I'll make sure that anybody that I knows will never enter your country again. You just return my passport, and then they started begging me and apologizing and oh calm down this and that. But why would you even be so stupid, so batmiz and bathezib? Now batmiz and bathezib are the most apt words that you can find in the Urdu language for the kind of people that the Europeans are, especially French. Batmiz is. Ill mannered or mannerless, and Battehzeeb is uncouth or uncultured. And that is exactly what they come across as. So, yeah, and then France to have the gall to openly still treat all those 14 African countries, the Francophone countries, as still part of its colony. You are just a country. You are no longer an emperor. You no longer. Uh, own these countries, they don't belong to you. And yet, you literally put a gunpoint to them and you force them to give you all their resources, their gold, their uranium. You're using their human resources. You're taking 50% off. You're literally being bullies. And you're literally just forcing them to give all their money to you. You're forcing them to give all their resources to you. Why? Why? Look, I was born in Africa and I've lived in Africa. I've spent my childhood there. I can tell you one thing. The continent is one of... It is actually the richest continent in the world, okay, apart from Asia. Okay, so these two continents have been looted and plundered by the Europeans who it seems themselves will always remain beggars and thieves for the rest of their lives because they just have nothing to their name. Because why else would europe still steal from asia and africa constantly they have never left us alone they've never left pakistan alone they've never left the uh, other parts of asia like the middle east alone they've never left the north asians alone you know one way or the other they're just sucking us dry um as the south african president asked, and this is something I've asked a thousand times, this is something Imran Khan has asked a thousand times, what are the American bases doing in our country? What are you people doing in our country? Why are you even here? That's what I don't get. Nobody gets it. Nobody in their sane mind, nobody who actually believes that his country is a free entity, that his country is a free, sovereign, independent state, would actually understand this. Why is it so important for America to have its basis in all these countries? Yeah. And so America was, so going, was going around licking the Indian ass, making it into this biggest global market. And then every single time it suits India's interests, they just remind America that they're officially not even their allies. And yet America has always hurt its own official allies, like Pakistan, like the African countries, like the other Asian countries including korea mind it even korea has been hurt by its alliance with america so tell me again why are you still owning us in what capacity what with what authority do you think you can order all these countries so yeah us is next as nigeria just threatened the us that if you dare threaten niger then keep in mind That, forget France, the next person out of this continent is the U.S. You know, and now France is talking about how the U.S. betrayed. Okay, again, who in their right mind would ever trust the U.S.? The U.S. has a history of betrayal. If you remember, it was the U.S. that was behind the extermination, the ethnic cleansing of the Bosnian Muslims. They were the ones who trained the Serbs. They were the ones who worked with Croats. And then suddenly... When the whole world decided to make a fuss about it, then America very sneakily suddenly became the victim around, according, it became the victim, and it also suddenly sided with the victim, its own victim that it made, Bosnia, the Bosnian Muslims. And it suddenly went against Serbs. Now, the Serbs were betrayed by America. Similarly, America is now trying to pull the wool off here as well. Um, after doing all that it did against Imran Khan, against Pakistan, now that the people of Pakistan are so anti-American and that they, are, they fear that there's going to be a very, very damaging reform or revolution in which all ties with America will be cut for the rest of their life, for the rest of the future of the two countries. Now America has suddenly decided that, oh, you know what? We are going to deny the fact that we were behind it all, and we are suddenly going to side with the Miran Khan. And we're going to, we are going to now tell the caretaker government um, that they need to get the elections done. Who the hell are you, first of all, to tell us what to do? You're ordering your slaves, I get that. You and your slaves, you need to get the hell out of Pakistan. OK? Because Pakistan, the public of Pakistan, we are not your slaves. So yeah, I was really happy. To me, this was like, you know, which we say, a lucky mar, you know, when we say that when you do something wrong, and then God just whacks you in the head so hard that you don't even know what hit you. Yeah, so that was God who just hit you. So yeah, that is what we would say, that you, you just screwed with us. You just effed with us in Pakistan. And then God just... You God just told the the 14 African countries to screw you now. So you were you mean you thought that you had only Pakistan to deal with? Here's 14 more countries that are now uprising against you. Kudos. Kudos to Africa. I have always felt that pain when I've seen how African leaders and the African people especially um have also not been able to use their own resources, use their own uh you know their own um their own human resources and how they've not been able to use their own wealth to build their country which is something that pakistan has also suffered through and which is something other po- other countries that were once colonies of these thieves have suffered and i am just so happy that the african countries have stood by niger And that they're all ganging up on the West. Very good. I mean, although, I mean, this is the Western's point of view that you would say ganging up. The truth is the West has been ganging up on Asia and Africa. And it's about time that they get that reaction. It's about time they get that pushback. You know, it's about time that they're put back in their place. Because to be honest, if you look deep within the West, they are nothing. They have nothing. They will never have nothing. They had nothing. Okay, whatever they have is all borrowed or stolen or plundered or looted or just taken, you know, at gunpoint. So they're, they have nothing to their name, not even their own system. They don't even have their own system. They are following the Islamic system. They're following the Muhammadan system. They're following the Umayyad system. They don't even have a system of their own, you know, and they dare to talk about, you know, the Greeks and the Macedonians, and they dare to talk about the Roman. I mean, come on, let's just face it. You don't own anything. So, I'm very glad, and I'm very happy, actually, that this has happened. I'm so glad, and I hope that this continues. I mean, I hope that this wave does not subside. I hope it actually builds up, and it ends up drowning the Western power completely from Africa. And I do hope that the people of Pakistan should pick up some gharat. You know, they should uh, stop being cowards. And instead of just mumbling and grumbling on the internet, I do hope that the people of Pakistan will actually come out on the streets and hang everybody. Because the only way we can take care of this is by either setting fire to the whole parliament and to the GHQ or just hang them all. And this has to be done. This is how other countries have taught their civil servants lessons. This is how other countries have put their governments in control. This is what China did to eradicate corruption from its government. And this is what Pakistan needs to do, despite the fact that really everybody's corrupt from top to bottom. So it's going to be very hard. But again, that corrupt generation is now old. The new generation, which has suffered at the hands of that corruption, they need to rise more violently. I'm sorry, but um, this is the only way. Um, peaceful protests is all fine and dandy, but it will not achieve anything. Not as long as the US backing remains. So we need to teach the US a brutal lesson. We need to teach the traitors, the slaves of the US a brutal lesson. If you want Pakistan to never get back to this ever again, once it's removed from all this. So, this is me signing out with the Huffis.